The vet on the TV show was putting his arm up the cow's rear end. He was trying to find the calf because it was stuck and wouldn't come out. He's not doing it right, said Dad. I could show him a thing or two. Mum smiled. If you're so good with cows, dear, perhaps you could teach the children to look after Petal and Rosebud. Yes, said Skye. Go on, please. We are not having cows, said Dad. No way. But, Chris said. Dad glared at Chris with one of those looks that meant you are going to be sent to bed if you say one more word. So Chris shut his mouth and started to wash the dishes. That won't work, said Dad. I'm not going to change my mind, even if you wash the dishes every day for the next ten years. Chapter 2 The rest of the evening passed with no more talk about cows. Finally, we went to bed. I was just starting to fall asleep when I heard Chris get up. He sleeps on the bunk above me. He climbed out of bed and made his way across the room. I saw him leave the bedroom and then I heard a click as a door closed. I quickly followed him out into the backyard. Everything outside was dark and at first I couldn't see where Chris had gone. Then I noticed a lantern flashing right at the bottom of the garden where Petal and Rosebud were tied up to the fence. What are you doing? I whispered. Chris untied one of the ropes. I'm running away, he said. I'm going to hide Petal and Rosebud in the forest and live with them forever. I grabbed the rope. You can't, I told him. Chris looked really sad. I'll never give up Petal and Rosebud, he said. Never. You can visit them on the farm, I said. Chris spoke with wobbly voice. No one wants them he said, and you know what that means. Tell Dad again, I said. He's a nice man. He'll understand. Chris shook his head. You heard what Dad said. He won't change his mind. The poor boy started to pull on Petal's rope. You bring Rosebud, he said. I can't take two cows at once. I shook my head. Don't do it, Chris. He glared at me. OK, he said. I'll take Petal first, then I'll come back for Rosebud. He began to walk down the road with the cow following. What could I do? Nothing, except go with him. Rosebud's sad moos followed us down the dark road. Chapter 3 When small kids run away, they usually get to the end of the street and turn back, especially when they realise they haven't got anything to eat. But not Chris. I followed him along the road. I hope no one would look out and see us walking along in our pyjamas. Finally, we reached the countryside. Dark gum trees and ferns crowded the edge of the road. Every now and then, Petal would stop and let fly with a wet load of cow dung. Where are you taking her? I asked. Nowhere, said Chris. She's taking me. What? 
I'm just following Petal. She's a smart cow. She knows where there's food. She'll find a good spot. I'm sure she will, I said. She'll probably find a nice patch of grass. That won't do you much good. It wouldn't do me any good either. I was beginning to feel hungry myself, even though it was the middle of the night. Suddenly, Petal started to run. The rope slid from Chris's hand as she charged into the dark forest. Chris chased after her. Come back, I yelled. You'll get lost. Chris didn't take a bit of notice. He raced through the bushes after Petal. I couldn't let him go on his own, so I followed. We tripped and stumbled, puffed and panted. We crashed blindly through the trees. Branches scratched our arms and legs. Our feet were cut and bleeding. On and on we went. The lantern flickered wildly in the darkness. Come back, Chris, come back, I yelled. Stop! But Chris and his crazy cow just ran and ran through the black forest. How far we went, I couldn't say. For all I knew, we could have been going round in circles. We were lost. But not Petal. She knew exactly where she was going. Finally, she stopped on the edge of a small clearing. The moon was out. The trees shone like silver. All was silent in the forest. Petal stood hidden among some tree ferns. She seemed to be expecting something to happen. She reminded me of a cat waiting for a bird to land nearby. What's going on? I whispered. Search me, said Chris. He tried to grab Petal's rope but couldn't find it in the dark. We stared into the lonely moonlit clearing. A huge tower of rocks stood to one side. Suddenly, there was a movement in the soil in the middle of the clearing. Petal twitched her tail. This was what she was waiting for. Chapter 4 Turn the lantern down, I whispered. I had seen a plant like this before, one that grew quickly and big. A giant cabbage, said Chris excitedly. Wow, look at that! It's growing in front of our eyes. I started to get nervous. The cabbage was growing so quickly that you could actually see it expanding. For about five minutes, it grew and grew until it was as big as a car. Then it stopped growing and just sat there. I knew we were in for trouble. Not so long ago, one of these cabbages had grown in the backyard and poor Chris nearly had his life ruined. He had become a father at only eight years of age. Let's go, I said. I don't like this. Yes, said Chris. Let's get out of here, quick. His lips were trembling. He was really worried. Without warning, a huge cabbage leaf flopped down onto the ground. It was a door. We both crouched down, trying to stay out of sight. Nothing moved for quite a while. I had a feeling that whatever was inside that giant cabbage was looking out for enemies. I remembered the last time. The people inside didn't like us at all. Petals started to quiver with excitement. I gasped. Someone was coming out. A little green woman. 
We had seen her before as well. She had a pointed chin and a long nose. She seemed to be sniffing the air as if checking for danger. She carried something in her arms, a small green bundle. My baby, gasped Chris. He sounded rapt. It was too, the same little green baby he had loved so much last year. He took a step forward, but I pulled him back. Remember what happened before? I warned him. You're right, Chris nodded. We crouched down, waiting to see what happened next. Another small green woman stepped out and stared around carefully. She held another baby. My baby, whispered Chris for the second time. She must have had twins, I said. Another green woman with a baby stepped out. And another, and another. This is weird, I said. All the babies look the same. I don't like it, said Chris. Which one is my baby? It's creepy, I said. Let's go. Petal began to quiver with excitement. Chris grabbed her tail. He was trying to hold her back. More women with babies poured out of the cabbage. Finally, there were about 50 of them. 50 mothers and 50 identical babies with green heads and big mouths. The mothers carefully placed the babies down next to each other on some soft grass. Each baby had a nappy made out of a cabbage leaf. A mob of cabbage patch babies, said Chris. How could they all fit in one cabbage? Maybe there's a tunnel underneath, I answered. The mothers fanned out into the forest. They were searching.